This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Our next story is traumatic on many levels. You may find it disturbing. You may find yourself questioning humanity. You may lose faith in society's collective conscience. But that's exactly why we are telling you the story. Not to demoralize you, but to show you the mirror. The story begins in Philadelphia, America. It's October 13th, around 11 p.m. on a Wednesday, typically busy times, especially on public transport. A woman boarded the local train run by SEPTA, that's the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, SEPTA. Now listen closely to what happened next. A 35-year-old man came around and sat next to this woman. He tried to strike up a conversation. She was not interested. Over the next few minutes, he became aggressive. This is happening on a train, remember. He ripped off her clothes and sexually assaulted her. And this went on for eight minutes. Eight minutes in a public train compartment. Was it empty? No, it wasn't. There were several people on board. They saw what this man was doing. They saw this woman being assaulted. But they did nothing. What were they scared of? Did they think the man was armed? Perhaps they did. Then why not call 911? Why not call the police? Nobody thought of that either. If they did, they did not do it. They just sat frozen in the train while a woman was being raped in front of them. It was a transport authority official who ultimately called the cops. They arrested the suspect, this man, Fistin Nagoy. What about the survivor? She was taken to hospital. Officials say she's on the mend. Would you say there's been closure? Sure, the assaulter has been arrested. We are told there is CCTV evidence of the attack plus witness testimonies. So chances are he is going to be punished. But what about the onlookers? The men and women who could have prevented this crime but chose not to. What is their punishment? Even the Philadelphia police were surprised by the onlookers' silence. Let me tell you what a senior police officer said. I'm shocked. I have no words for it. I just can't imagine seeing what you were seeing through your own eyes and seeing what this woman was going through, that no one would step in and help her. Anybody that was on that train has to look in the mirror and ask why they did not intervene or why they did not do something. I think he speaks for all of us. The train authorities too, they agree. They say this attack was preventable. Let me quote more. There were other people on the train who witnessed this horrific act and it may have been stopped sooner if a rider called 911. It's as simple as that really. It's a train. Most people are using their phones anyway. All they had to do was type three digits, 911, but they did not. They chose not to act for reasons only they can explain. And this is the latest instance of society failing women. We discuss these issues a lot in India. We discuss public apathy in India. But not so much in the West. We don't talk about it. Why is that? Because there's a feeling that the Western world has achieved women's safety. That it's done and dusted. But every now and then we are reminded of the very opposite. 
like the Sarah Everard case in London and now this one in Philadelphia. The fact is women's safety is a global issue. It doesn't have borders. It doesn't have cultural differences. Until every woman is safe, no woman is safe anywhere in the world. So tonight, we're looking at the United States. One in four American women have reported domestic violence. One in four. Reports say 64% of female homicides are perpetrated by a family member. So it's not just trains or public spaces. American women are not safe at home. A Department of Justice study found that 18% of American women are rape survivors. 18%. The annual cases are coming down, but one big problem remains, and that is under-reporting. And this happens because in many cases, the perpetrator is a family member or a friend. Women don't want to report. In 2014, a study accused U.S. police departments of fudging numbers. They're not encouraged to report. So the police is fudging numbers basically to create an illusion of success. And these numbers should worry politicians in America, but they don't. Take the state of Texas, for example. What have they done? They have enacted a new abortion law. There is no exception for survivors of rape and incest. No abortion for them. How do you describe such a law? You're punishing survivors. You're snatching away their hope for closure. This is 21st century America. Let me say this in conclusion. Politicians are the same everywhere. Onlookers are also the same everywhere. And the plight of women is also the same everywhere. Societies are slowly normalizing sexual violence, not accepting it, normalizing it. Like you would think of theft or corruption an undeniable part of society. And that attitude led to what happened on this train in Philadelphia. That attitude is preventing tougher laws on gender violence as much in America and England as anywhere else in the world.